Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Adaptation Station podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm a former special education teacher and current ABA therapist at a private center. This podcast will be filled with tips and tricks for helping you not only be the best special education teacher you can be in the classroom, but live the best life you can live outside of the classroom as well. After all, I'm all about balance. I hope you guys are excited. Let's jump on in. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm really excited about this episode because this is an episode that's all about being 30 days post smartphoneaholic, which is a mouthful, but I think you all probably know what I'm talking about. I was absolutely a smartphoneaholic, which means I was way too into my smartphone. And like a lot of people, I wasted so much time on it. At the end of 2019, I got on a kick of listening to audiobooks, and honestly, listening to audiobooks was just a way for me to catch up on my reading goal for the year, and I had a longer commute, and it was a good way to get through books. When it came across the audiobook called How to Break Up with Your Phone by Katherine Price, I simply downloaded it because it sounded like it'd be interesting. I never expected to have what she put in her book totally shift my mindset of how I used my smartphone and how it affected me. Catherine's book is all about the effects our phones have on us and how to correct it. Her book is not about ditching smartphones. It's about shaping the use to actually be helpful in your life. It's about developing a healthy relationship with a phone, which might sound odd, but it's probably something a lot of us need to implement. I highly suggest reading or listening to Catherine's book. If you're short on time, she also has a podcast that summarizes the information. She walks you through a 30-day plan to help decrease your phone use, and she loads the book with tips. I do have links to everything in the description of this podcast. You can also just search her name, Catherine Price, and it'll all come up. Like I said, her book had a lot of strategies, and I chose four of them to implement in my life to help me decrease my phone use. And I have now done this for 30 days, hence the title, 30 Days Post. I'm 30 days out from starting these strategies, and I can already see such a difference in myself. And I want to just throw this out there. I'm sure a lot of you know this, but I run a small business that is mainly done through a phone. So I use Instagram not only as a leisure activity, but as a business activity as well. And if I can decrease my time even using social media in a business manner, trust me, you can as well. So here are the four things I did and how they helped me. The first one was turning off notifications. And this was a huge one for me. I had notifications for everything. I got notifications for likes on my Instagram pictures. I got notifications for direct messages on Instagram and emails. Every time I got a sale or a feedback on Teachers Pay Teachers app, I got a notification. I got notifications for Facebook, for Marco Polo, for Twitter. There were apps that I'm not even sure where on my phone they're located, but I got daily notifications for them. And I was always just too lazy to turn them off, but my phone was constantly going off. It was rare that I would pick up my phone and not have a notification to check. And this was the thing that was super annoying. Even if I wasn't picking up my phone to check notifications, if I was picking it up for a completely unrelated reason, like to take a picture or set a timer, my fingers would automatically go check the notifications. Like I wasn't even thinking about it, 
but all of a sudden my finger is hitting Instagram and I'm taking a look. And the next thing I know, I've wasted 10 minutes. You do that five times a day and you've lost an entire hour. That time adds up and it adds up quickly. Catherine does talk about how some people find that when they turn their notifications off on their phone, they begin to check even more often. So if you're not getting a notification that you have a like on your Instagram photo, then maybe you're opening Instagram even more to see if those likes are coming in. And this might be true at first, but you really have to push through it. Any change is going to be hard at first. The first three days that you start exercising suck. The first week of cutting back on sugar is awful. The first 10 days of getting up 45 minutes earlier than normal might feel like absolute torture, but with consistency, it all becomes easier, and that includes resisting the urge to check your phone. And when I turned off my notifications, I started using that time more meaningfully. Like when I was hanging out with my family, I actually talked to them for an hour because I wasn't obsessed with what was going on on my phone. It just was better overall. And I'm so glad that I did it. The second thing I did was rearrange my homepage. The prominent things on the bottom bar of my home screen, and I'm not sure if I'm calling that the right thing, but the four icons on the bottom of your iPhone were complete time suckers. I had my text messages, but I also had Instagram, Marco Polo, which is an app I use to communicate with my friends, and my Teachers Pay Teachers app. It's like every time I picked up my phone, that bottom bar was screaming to be checked. And the other icons on my homepage were completely useless. All they did was suck hours out of my day. I rearranged my home screen and now I love it. Everything that I need is right there and everything I don't is tucked away. The bottom bar now contains four apps that are the most functional for me. I still have my text messages there. The only texts I get consistently are from families or related to work, and I don't want to miss either one of those. I also have my camera on there because I take photos at work to share with families, and I snap way too many pictures of my dog, which is a time sucker, but it's one I don't mind. Speaking of Buster, I also have my house camera positioned there so I can take sneak peeks of him while I'm at work because I am that type of dog mom. And the last thing on there is my Scribd account. I listen to audiobooks while I drive, and that makes it easier for me to hit play. Having those four apps in the home bar makes sense for me. If you want to do this, I choose recommending the four apps that you actually need to help build your own home bar that makes sense. The other things on my homepage include the internet browser, weather, and my phone app to actually call people. I also have my Ring camera app and Waze, which I use for navigation. I have my Goods Reads app and my Libby app for reading purposes. And the last thing on there is a special countdown timer I use with one of my clients. Everything on my homepage is functional and everything else is tucked away in folders on other screens. So not only am I not getting a notification for Instagram, I have to go to page two and into a folder to check it. And having those two blocks helps me think maybe I shouldn't be doing this at this time. Again, I'm not saying I never check Instagram. I'm just saying it helps remind me that maybe I don't need to be doing it right now. Leading into that, the third thing I did was schedule leisure time. So I have set time to scroll social media now. So I, like I said, I still look at Instagram when I shouldn't be looking at Instagram. But I've gotten a lot better at looking for 20 seconds, not 20 minutes. 
I look forward to settling down on my couch and catching up on stories from the day at night. I can usually limit myself, but Catherine recommends setting a timer if you know you'll get lost in the social media world. It definitely takes diligence to put the phone down, but it's an important skill to work on. And the fourth one is no phones in the bedroom. I no longer sleep with my phone in my bedroom, and this was another big one for me. My phone used to be the last thing I looked at before bed and the first thing I looked at in the morning, and it didn't make me feel good. It's not unknown that Instagram and social media in general leaves a lot of people feeling sad or comparing themselves to others. If this is what happens, why would I want to start and end my day that way? I moved my phone to my office and I bought an alarm clock for my bedside table. I actually prefer to have Alexa in my bedroom to wake me up, but the alarm clock lets me check my time and other important information from my bedside table. Now I read before bed and when I wake up, I snuggle my dog. And last week, I got an important text about work, and I didn't see it until an hour after I got up. And you know what? It was fine. So much of my anxiety over not missing things was built up in my head. It was not real. I honestly feel so much better about my phone use now that I've been able to cut it back a little bit. Instead of wasting time on my phone, I'm reading more books. I'm spending more time with my family. I'm picking up hobbies again. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but I was the person that wasted two hours a day on my phone. When you give up those two hours and consolidate it down to 15 minutes, you can do a lot with that other time. I hope this podcast was helpful and full of information that can help you make little changes as well. And I have a little goodie for you. One of the things that Catherine recommends in her book is having some type of screensaver that reminds you to just be diligent when you're checking. So I have a cute little phone screen that you can download and put on your phone. And it's just to help you remember when you go to check your phone, are you just checking out of pure boredom or are you actually checking for a reason? And again, none of this is to make you stop checking your phone. It's just to make checking your phone just a blip on your day, not the entire evening. I hope this podcast was helpful. And if you implement any of these tips, I'd love for you to tell me how it's going for you. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you like what you heard, I'd greatly appreciate if you left me some feedback. And if you want to hear more, go ahead and give me a follow. While you're at it, come say hi on social media. You can find me at Adaptation Station on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and you can visit me at adaptationstation.net. I can't wait to bring you guys the next episode, and I'll talk again soon.